And now, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. He's a successful entrepreneur, published author, top listing agent, a real estate and finance expert that goes to bat for you every day as a consumer advocate. Your host and the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. All right, welcome to the Consumer Quarterback Show, always helping you win in any marketplace. As we say, we interview local area expert contributors on the program, helping you understand your buying decisions. Uh, we do touch on some of the latest things happening in the news on the national scene. Talk about metaverse today, buying real estate in a crypto uh, digital world. Uh, are you buying that? I'm not. We'll talk about that. We'll dive deeper into that. Got a great lineup for you today as well. We got attorney Milia Thanison uh, going to be on the show later in the program. Uh, we got Doug Levi kicking off for us as well. We got Anthony Rickman in studio. Anthony, what are we going to talk about today? Give us a little teaser, uh, my friend. We'll talk a little bit about the Maxwell trial. We'll talk about the uh, tragic incident in um, in Wisconsin where that man ran over all the children, the people in the parade. 62, I think, total people now. Yeah, horrible, horrible case. We'll talk about you know holidays. What happens in the holidays? What we see in the criminal defense? Increase in DUIs, increase domestic violence cases. Yes. All right. Good stuff. And I want to thank our sponsor, Golf Cart Depot, a.k.a. Discovery Golf Cars. If you're thinking about recreation or maybe a great Christmas present this time of year, uh, business or recreation, it seems like everybody's getting a golf cart these days. Discovery Golf Cars right here in Tampa Bay, longtime friend of the program. They've got the Easy Go Star EV Cushman. They've offered new and pre-owned. You can rent or buy. They offer financing and mobile repair as well. Tampa and Clearwater locations. Check them out online, discoverygolfcars.com. Make sure you let them know the real estate quarterback sent you so you can take them up on special offers and incentives just by mentioning that you're a fan of the Consumer Quarterback Show. All right, let's jump right into it. we got Doug Levi on the program as well, the insurance quarterback. Uh, Doug, today, let's talk a little bit about you know what happens when you go to file a claim. Yeah, absolutely. Good to be here, Brandon. Shout out to everybody. Happy we're in that holiday season of Thanksgiving and Christmas coming up. So we always talk kind of real-life stories. You guys always do like asking those questions. And we just had a client had a major fire at their home in Palm Harbor, right? So just kind of wanted to share with the consumers out there and the people listening, what do you do? What are some of the first things you need to do? So just to add value to the community out there. So obviously if there's something serious like a fire or maybe a pipe breaks and causes a flood, first thing you need to do is get yourself to safety. That should be first and foremost. You can rebuild homes. You can rebuild commercial buildings. Loss of life can't be replaced, obviously. So you want to get yourself to safety. Call the proper authorities, whether that's police, fire, paramedics, right after that. And this is really what even happened with my client. He didn't know. A younger younger guy, first-time home buyer. Uh, he and his wife, they really didn't know what to do. And unfortunately, they waited a, a day or so to call me. You really want to reach out to a restoration company as soon as possible. I know we've got some show partners that can even help with that. Serve Pro. There are lots of, yeah, Serve Pro. Uh, so, Serve Pro companies like that that deal with fire and water restoration. That is really a critical piece. You want to start to mitigate the risk as soon as possible. So, as soon as it's possible for people to get in there safely. And again, obviously, with a fire, and this was a pretty serious fire, you know, the fire department had to come out, put out the fire. The Serve Pro people may not be able to get in until the next day or day after, depending on the extent. But just to highlight that that is a really important next step because you want to start to take steps to mitigate the risk and prevent the home from further damage. If there's water damage, and we see this very commonly, and especially here in Florida, Brandon, we've got to be careful of mold. Mold can grow very easily, especially in the summer months. It's very hot. It's very humid. 
you need to get that water up. <clears throat> and we always tell people, look, save all your receipts. Almost every insurance policy out there covers the cost of mitigating the, the risk of, of, of future damage, right? So in other words, the insurance company is willing to say, look, we will cover these initial costs, whatever they may be, so that it doesn't get further damaged. <clears throat> so some people don't know that. So I think that's a good good takeaway for our clients and then and our listeners. And then the other thing is pricing of homes is going up tremendously. We know that just in the real estate market. And so are the costs to rebuild the homes. So if you haven't done a review recently, if you looked and said, wow, I haven't really changed anything on my insurance policy in years, and maybe you've made updates to your kitchens, to your bath, maybe you've even added square footage on your home, super important that you go and you get your policy increased so you have the proper coverage when you actually need it at time of claim. And as always, we offer our protection reviews. People can reach out to us, tampabayinsurance.com, and we're certainly happy to help make sure they get the best coverage and best rates out there, Brandon. Yeah, that's good advice there. And one of the things we talk about too is this this uh, you know inflation world we're living in. Things cost more. Everything costs more. We've all heard about this. Fuel uh, is a, a major uh, implement into the uh, economy. So you're, anything that you're putting on a truck, it's going to cost more by the time it gets to the grocery store, it gets to the folks, uh, the the consumer. And now you've got these uh, metaverse, for example, you know metaverse <laughs> these these different online basically universes worlds where you can go online and uh, kind of reading from an article. Uh, metaverse property sales are accelerating investors taking out this virtual land potentially a trillion dollar market here are three recent examples so the one that i want to highlight is a recent transaction on decentralized land was worth about two and a half million dollars of cryptocurrency so wanted to see doug are you planning on buying any any uh metaverse real estate is anytime yeah, soon? yeah that'll be a hard pass Brandon. i'll <laughs> go for a hard pass there i know we uh we like to have fun me and you and we swap that article back and forth i you know Listen, I, I'll i admit I'm middle-aged. I'm 42. I like to try and keep up with technology and whatnot, and I just think it's the most ridiculous thing I've seen in quite some yeah. time. But, Agree. But and we talked earlier before the show, here's the thing, and here's really where the takeaway for all of us as consumers out there and just being a, a pro-education and pro-consumer show. Look, Facebook just changed their name to Metaverse. These tech companies are pouring billions and billions of dollars into it. And at some level, that's going to be part of culture, society, you know, maybe our kids. It's, it could lure them or be attractive to them. I don't know. So I think it's just always good to know what's going on, know what, what the other side is up to, if you will. But yeah. now I, I find it hard to believe buying virtual land. I'll, I'll put it that way. You know, that sounds like a bad joke to me, but. Yeah, you know. especially when too many people are struggling to put food on their plate. They're literally yeah. struggling to buy groceries to feed their children. They're struggling to pay rent or their mortgage and not get kicked out and evicted. Uh, you know, and then you look at the from a religious standpoint, you know, it's it's pretty much anti-God when you're talking about creating these alternative universes and they want to try to pacify people by saying, oh, well, put on your put on your virtual goggles and go go have fun and play that video game. Meanwhile, we're going to continue to buy up all the farmland. Uh, we're going to continue to print trillions of dollars in inflation. A lot of this is fueled by the hedge funds, and a lot of these uh, hedge funds are operating on what they call ESG score. So it's environmental, socioeconomic, and uh, corporate governance. So it essentially comes down to either you play the game the way we want you to or we don't. And even if you do buy land or a building inside of this metaverse, for example, what if they just take it from you? Jonathan, our producer, mentioned that. He said, what if they just take it from you? You know, if, if they sure. don't agree with you, if you're a conservative and they're not, they don't agree with you, they're going to censor you. 
first. We've already seen them do that. But then they'll just take your assets in this virtual world world right. uh, that you know doesn't mean anything in my opinion at all. I totally agree. Yeah. I, I find it hard to believe paying money for something that I, I I would have to put my goggles on to see or whatever. You know, I know if I deal with you, Brandon, you show me a beautiful piece of Florida property, and that could be my future <laughs> little piece of the American dream. That uh, that's the only real estate I, I believe in. So, and I know one thing: God's not making any more land. So that's right. The, the real estate we have here in Florida is, is super valuable, and that's I think where the focus should be. But. Listen, people are doing it, and you know, again, we should be be aware of what's going on out there. Yeah, the political cronies are doing it. I believe it's going to be the people in the, on the inside these political elites, these cronies, these you know people that are getting the kickbacks from these printing of dollars, this, this unprecedented uh, printing of money that we're doing right now at the at a federal level, uh, decentral. They, what they want to do is decentralize our currency. But uh, if you just joined us, we're talking with Doug Levi, Strategic Insurance. He's the owner, and he can broker insurance policies of all types, auto, home, uh, can help you with property casualty, of course, Medicare, different types of uh, insurance. So anything insurance, we want you thinking about Doug Levi, Strategic Insurance, TampaBayInsurance.com. And I'm your host, Brandon Rimes, here on the program. So, uh, Doug, what else do we talk about? You know, we always like to help consumers understand their buying decisions, as we say, making them more street smart. Yeah, in terms of making them more street smart, the insurance market is on fire. It's like everything else has gone up. So we're seeing dramatic rate increases, and it's really a time for buyers to be proactive and not reactive. And we'd like to share on the radio, if you're a homeowner or a business owner and you have an escrow account and your insurance gets paid through that, it's very easy to just kind of have it a set it and forget it mindset and and not really pay attention. And now's the time to pay attention. And especially as we're, we're circling out into the end of the year and looking in 2022 and good time where people kind of, you know, make goals and uh, want to do improve on their finances. It's a great time to get a protection review. So we offer a $17 Amazon gift card just for the opportunity to review. It could be your home, your auto, your business insurance, could be your life, your health insurance. As you mentioned, Brandon, we do all lines. We work with over 65 carriers, uh, you know, large names like Progressive, Liberty Mutual, Travelers, depending on the type of insurance. And our philosophy is we want to find you the best coverage and best rates, and we do that year after year for you. So we put us as your insurance quarterback, and we help shop for you, and we want to make sure we're staying competitive. And oftentimes, if we can switch a client and save the money, we will. So we know that client's going to stay with us long term, and that's our, our whole goal is to help them get the best coverage and protection out there. So really would be a, a good time of year to do a uh, protection review. And, again, consumers can reach out directly at tampabayinsurance.com you can even live chat with one of our agents right through the website yep you can also call the hotline you can call our consumer advocate hotline if you want to text uh, you can just text insurance to 813-917-1894 we'll put you right in touch with doug and his team he's got a great team over there going to help you uh, save some money or, or at least understand your decisions when it comes to all types of, you know especially flood insurance is another big one mm-hmm. uh, for people 813-917-1894 consumerqb.com is the uh, radio and tv show website consumerqb.com so a word on that doug i just um have a million dollar property under contract i was talking to a prospective buyer and they said okay uh, they wanted to see a copy of the elevation certificate that's going to be a key document you're going to want to see and then also Mm -hmm. if if the seller is willing to show you the declarations policy that they have uh, explain a little bit about you know how people will analyze flood insurance 
flood insurance is a huge component for people, especially here in Florida, <clears throat> especially coastal. There's been a lot of changes to that marketplace as well. The government just rolled out in October what they call flood 2.0. To your point, the buyer may be asking and wanting to see the elevation certificate, which really shows how that home sits relative to the base flood, right? So in terms of if we just think of it very simply, if a base flood is 10 feet in your area, if I'm above 10 feet, my home, I'm above flood, I'm going to get a better rate. If I'm below flood, if I'm below the 10 feet, I'm going to pay a much higher rate. So that is an important metric for people to really understand. Um, again, on the flood insurance front, there's been a lot of changes in that space. We always look to do higher deductibles, potentially make changes that maybe things that you don't need as much contents on, right? So where are there areas that we can just make pra- practical decisions to help you save money still make sure your assets well protected yeah that's a good point and doug can help you save a lot of money when it comes to those types of areas and and uh you know get that review a lot of times people just re-sign they just re-sign the policy year after year we see it happen with taxes for example we've uh we work with uh michelle uh tax pro of tampa michelle brady tax pro of tampa and she finds people that if they get a review done and the cool thing with taxes is you can go back three years up to three years and and see you know hey maybe your uh tax preparer uh, you know cpa enrolled agent tax preparer maybe you go down to uh, one of the people at the strip malls on the corners and, and you, you work with them but maybe they're they're not finding everything maybe they're not finding all that money and if you can find money there in in the policies or uh, in in those returns then hey that's that's a good deal yeah, we're all about found money, no doubt. And again, we've talked in the past, insurance is only a fairly large item that people budget for by the time you add up your home and your auto and maybe you have life insurance or disability or you're a business owner and you have a whole other set of risks and, and insurance to pay. It's normally a pretty substantial number. And so, listen, some of my happiest moments are when we're able to help a, a prospective client make sure they're properly protected because we don't want to cut corners. But Maybe we can find them a carrier that's offering a better rate for the same coverage, right? So those are always options, and we're always happy to have those introductions and have those reviews. All right, awesome. Doug Levi, thanks for calling into the program. Keep up the good work out there. Sounds good. All right, you guys have a great day. Bye-bye. Appreciate it. You too. All right, we're going to take a quick break here. When we come back, we're going to have Anthony Rickman in the house uh, here in studio. Uh, He's a criminal defense attorney right here in Tampa Bay. We're going to talk about some of the latest stories that you're hearing about all over over the mainstream media, the Waukesha case, uh, the uh, Ghislaine Maxwell case, and uh, also holiday season, holiday parties, DUIs. What do you do if you're in that position when you're pulled over? Uh, We're going to answer that question right here on the flip side of this break. Don't go anywhere. Thanks for listening to my daddy's show. For more information, go to ConsumerQB.com. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-917-1894. Online at ConsumerQB.com. Dennis Prager here for Brandon and Lindsey Rhymes, owners of the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams. Buying, selling, investing in real estate, their nationwide Keller Williams network makes them the best team to work with. Sellers, have your property featured live on air, creating multiple offers. Buyers, leverage a unique system that gets your offer accepted, never overlooked. Call or text 813-750-0550, 813-750-0550, or consumerqb.com. 
Hey, Margie here with the Consumer Quarterback Show and the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. If you're buying, selling, or investing, please give us a shot. We would love to help you. We are a top 1% ranked real estate team here in Tampa Bay, and you can reach us at 813-750-0550. Call or text 813-750-0550. ConsumerQB.com. Hey, Brandon Rhymes here, host of the Consumer Quarterback Show, owner of Platinum MVP Realty and a top listing agent in Tampa Bay, featured in Florida Realtor Magazine, Top Agent Magazine, The Business Journal. We're looking for inventory. Attention sellers, we need more inventory to sell. If you're a seller on the fence thinking about selling your property, we want to hear from you. Free comparable market analysis. Check out ConsumerQB.com. Call Brandon today at 813-917-1894. You're listening to The Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, online at ConsumerQB.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-917-1894. And we're back. Brandon Rhymes, Consumer Quarterback Show, powered by the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. My wife, Lindsay, and I own a top real estate team here in Tampa Bay. We're in the top 100 out of 25,000 realtors here in the marketplace. Uh, we like to feature our real estate listings live on air. Uh, we got a hot property at 5602 Lando Lakes Boulevard. This is a commercial property. It's zone C2. It's almost seven acres, and it would be a great site for a future development for a assisted living facility, maybe a boutique hotel. Uh, 5602 Lando Lakes Boulevard up in the uh, northern Hillsborough County, southern Pasco County area. Great opportunity to own real estate right here in beautiful Tampa Bay. You can see all of our listings at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. This is God's country. All right, let's welcome back uh, Anthony Rickman, attorney Anthony Rickman, that is, uh, the Rickman Law Firm here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Man, it's a it's a crowded space out there. Where do we start, Anthony? Man, there's so much going on. There's yeah. so much going on nationally, locally, with the holidays coming up. I mean, I, we haven't talked about it, but the Rittenhouse verdict since we came in last time. Yeah. Um, he was found not guilty on all counts. Yeah. And we talked about it last time I was here, and it, it doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me that they acquitted him. When you look at the facts of this particular case, yeah. It was clearly self-defense. Take out all the political, take out the motivation, take out all the, the, the stuff behind the scenes. When you look at the, the law, he was defending himself as is allowed under law. He, he, was, he was found not guilty on all charges in a court of law. In the court of public opinion, due to the regime media and the activist media, might not be the case. Oh, it's, it's absolutely crazy. And this kid now, he, he's going to have to change his name. I mean, they don't want to kick him out of Arizona State yeah, because of who he is and what he did and, and the labels that he's been given. You know, and he was on uh, TV recently saying, look, he supports BLM. He supports these movements, but he also supports the right to protect himself, to yeah. carry a firearm, a right that we as all citizens have, whether or not you like why he was there or what he was doing there. He was there. He was there lawfully. Yep. And he protected himself when faced with a threat. And the evidence was clear in that case that it was a clear case of self-defense. Yep. And when you watch that case, you know, the way as a defense attorney, former prosecutor, um, it was it was to me, it was very disgusting I would, to, yeah. to say how the case was prosecuted. 
Yeah. I mean, the the tricks that the government attempted to use, the misconduct, the attempting to get evidence in after the judge had already made his rulings, we saw the judge admonish the government. Yeah. I saw multiple, what I saw to be instances of prosecutorial misconduct. Yeah. And it went from just attempting to enter evidence that was already deemed inadmissible to giving the defense a version of a video with less quality and then showing the jury a higher quality video. Yep. Little things like that. And the judge reserved ruling on a mistrial. Yep. And I think had that jury come back guilty, I think he would have granted that mistrial. Yeah. And, and they, you know, the, the prosecutor earned the term or the nickname of uh, lunchbox, I heard. So like kind of like a toolbox or, you know. It, it's crazy. You know, this is their biggest case that they'll yeah. ever see. Yeah. National news. Everyone watching this case. And the performance that the government gave was atrocious. Yeah. I mean, from reading their examination of witnesses to the type of questions they were asking about, you know, what now now we have memes about, you know, what his nickname was on, on TikTok. I mean, there's yeah. things that, that they did in the case that just, you know, was crazy. When you look at, at the ultimate outcome, he was legally acquitted. He was found to be not guilty. Everything he did was allowed under law. But yet this kid is being demonized still to this day despite the fact that he's found not guilty. It's it's horrible. It's so bad what happens with some of the other networks out there. And you know who they are. I don't have to name them. Uh, let's move on to Waukesha. I got a quick clip. It's just a 10-second 10, 10 clip here. The Waukesha massacre, and that's what it was. It was a domestic terrorism massacre, not a car crash like a lot of the regime media is reporting. Court documents reveal that the Waukesha suspect sped up after seeing that he was behind a parade before he committed this massacre. So he sped up. So he's creeping along originally just as he's like, oh, he's on the path. Should he be there? Should he not? And then he sped up to kill as many people as he could and probably as many white people as he could. Oh, it was it was a horrible. And, and initially you hear the spin. He was fleeing the police. He was fleeing another crime scene. This that No one wants to get to the right. fact that this guy has an extensive criminal history, that he's made raps against the police, against white people, and that it appears in watching this video that he's targeting these individuals. Yep. He's driving his vehicle right into the cheerleaders who are there in front of him. Uh, I know we saw that first clip with a little girl dancing on the side of the road. Thank God that she wasn't the first victim. Yeah. And that vehicle whizzes by her, picks up speed, and continues to strike people. But... When you look at this case, it's something that should have never happened. It should never happen because the guy shouldn't have been out. And there's still kids in ICU as we're doing this interview. There's still kids in ICU based on this kid, but you, you don't hear half the outrage that you find about Rittenhouse and, oh, you know, even the president saying that he was a white supremacist. Unbelievable. So from an attorney perspective, um, what's your what's your take on just the overall you know, defense of this? You know, it's just um, it's an indefensible act it's, in this case. Yeah. You know, as a criminal defense attorney, sometimes you have those cases that are indefensible. This yeah. one, um, it's indefensible. Yeah. Is it is it something you can say he didn't intend to kill anybody, didn't intend to do what he was going to do? Uh, what he, what we saw on video him doing, that could be the only real defense that I would see him raising. But when you look at it, you know, we talked about it. We have a new system of, of reform, of bail reform, of bond reform. Right. This is a guy who was on pretrial release with a thousand dollar bond for committing domestic violence, domestic battery, and running over his girlfriend with the same vehicle that he ran over all those people in Wickershaw. Right. And he was released on a thousand dollar bond. Unbelievable. Standard bond in a third degree felony here in the state of Florida is twenty five hundred dollars. Standard bond in the misdemeanor is five hundred to a thousand. On a DUI, you'll get out on a thousand dollar bond. This guy's bond was equivalent to a DUI bond. Wow. With fifteen prior felony arrests, a very long rap sheet, and appending charges. And then 
to add insult to injury, the judge who heard the case for him killing these five innocent people, six now, he gives him a $5 million bond. Yeah. Not no bond. He doesn't revoke the bond in the first case. This guy still has an opportunity, if someone were to give him $5 million or raise money, to get out of jail. Unbelievable. And it's disgusting. And these people are emboldened by what the left is doing, with what these regime medias are doing. These, these basically, these liars, they, they should be, called, instead of called journalists now, they should be called content creators. Because that's what they are. They're just entertainers. They're, they're uh, pretenders, in, in my opinion. We're going to take a quick time out. We'll come back with more with Anthony Rickman here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. TheRickmanLawFirm.com. Check him out online. TheRickmanLawFirm.com. We'll be right back after the short break. This is Chris Voss, former FBI lead hostage negotiator and owner of the Black Swan Group. And you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show, hosted by my friend Brandon Rice. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-917-1894, online at ConsumerQB.com. listening to the consumer quarterback brandon rhymes cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in tampa bay online at consumerqb.com hey and we're back brandon rhymes here consumer quarterback show powered by the platinum mvp team at keller williams realty you got a hot listing out here in wesley chapel you're looking for land you want to are you thinking hey i'm tired of these suburbs or i'm tired of living in these communities with homes right next to each other i got six acres of land for sale in wesley chapel 6806 Pearson is the property address, 6806 Pearson. This is a uh, property that's on six acres of land. You can literally hunt in your backyard, set traps uh, and things of that nature. Wesley Chapel, this is Pearson Lane, Wesley Chapel, 1736 square feet. Uh, beautiful new home. Great opportunity right here in Tampa Bay. You can see all of our listings at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. And giving a shout out as well to Replenish IV Solutions. I just left visiting the Gandhi location and the nurse hooked me up with the vitamin infusion drip. I've got all the good stuff uh, in the uh, infusion drip that they added to the to the bag there. The vitamin C, vitamin Bs, all the B vitamins, zinc. I said throw a little extra zinc in there for me. Uh, so you get nutrients enabling your body to perform in optimal conditions, multiple Bay Area locations, or the best part, they will come to you. Replenish, Replenish IV Solutions will come to you. They'll come to your home or office, hook you up with a vitamin infusion drip. Going to make sure you feel great. You're uh, helping your immune system along. Reach out to our friends, Stephen and Lisa Gunnan, Replenish IV Solutions. All right, we got Anthony Rickman in the house, the RickmanLawFirm.com. Uh, he's a local attorney right here in Tampa Bay helping you with criminal defense. Uh, we're going to talk about DUI in a moment. Before we do, I want to play a quick clip about these flash mobs. Can you imagine if you're working retail somewhere, especially a jewelry store or something along those lines, and you have this this flash mob, what they call it. So they're using social media to coordinate. They're using technology to coordinate, meeting up, up to 60, 70 people coming in and just mobbing. Mobbing the place at one time and taking what they want, pushing people out of the way. Who knows what else is happening? Uh, I'm just play a quick clip here uh, to kind of give you set the tone. Amid an uptick in crime nationwide, police are warning about a wave of flash mob robberies, particularly in California. Georgia, you've been looking into this phenomenon. First, let's define the terms. What is a flash mob robbery? 
Yeah. So major metropolitan areas, specifically San Francisco and some other California cities, but not exclusively California, are struggling with a wave of what police are calling flash mob robberies, which are basically robberies committed by a large group of usually armed people, frequently young adults and teenagers. So to simplify this, the group shows up at the store and overwhelms the employees. They smash display cases and they load up on expensive items. And then they typically run out to getaway cars that are waiting outside. So sometimes these flash mobs will have dozens of people involved and they can do a huge amount of damage. So, yeah, huge amounts of damage, short period of time, in and out. Let's try to beat the cops before the cops show up. And then they also probably know, like, hey, this district attorney's not going to really be hard on us anyway, are they, Anthony? No, look, they're overwhelming security. They're overwhelming law enforcement. Law enforcement. And can we get back to the flash mob dancing? I mean, now yeah. we're to flash yeah. mob. And they, and they call it flash mob robbery. It's called, what is it? It's looting and it's terrorism. Yeah. They're breaking in. They're terrorizing people. They're terrorizing these stores. They're injuring people. They're stealing. They're committing burglaries. First degree felonies. Yeah. And something needs to be done to stop it. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if law enforcement is using intelligence now to get to the bottom of these coordinated attacks. Because obviously, they're using social media. We talked about it earlier in the first segment. The metaverse, the ability now to coordinate things on social media, it makes things so much easier for criminals. They can coordinate something on yep. on Snapchat, on Facebook, on Twitter, on, on message boards, meet at a location, storm that location, get in, get out. And law enforcement is going to have to be coordinated now, especially during the holidays. We're going to see heightened patrols in these areas yep. to make sure this doesn't occur, to make sure that law enforcement isn't overrun by these people. We saw it over the summer here in some of our stores here in, in, in North Tampa, yep. uh, the Champ store being burned down, the stores being looted. That's what's happening there. They have a fancy, nice name for it now, Flash Mob. Yeah. But it's looting, it's terrorism, it's criminal, and it needs to be stopped. And they're emboldened again, once again, by the left, by the policies, by, you know, hey, that's this cashless bail, this rebel reform. They're, they're emboldened because they know if they get caught, oh, I'll probably get off. But that's not happening here in Florida. we got a governor that's standing up for us and, and businesses, standing up for our uh, bodies. He's standing up for our property in a lot of ways. No, without a doubt, we do have a governor. We have the support of the governor to help keep our citizens safe. And at least here in the state of Florida, we do have that. But then it comes down to local law enforcement to enforcing those laws. Yeah. And then the state attorney's offices locally to actually prosecuting these individuals for the crimes that they're committing. Yeah. Multiple tier system. And not to mention murders are up. You know, depression is up. The drug use is up. Uh, the fentanyl's fl- flying across the southern border. You know, we've had one party rule for about a year. And mm-hmm. you see what happens when you have one party rule. We've got attorney Anthony Rickman in the house, the Rickman Law Firm here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. I'm your host, Brandon Rhymes. Uh, last topic I wanted to touch on. A lot of people are having holiday parties. They're going out and celebrating. They're having one or two, maybe too many. They're getting in the vehicle and they're still driving. Of course, you can take an Uber, Lyft, etc. Uh, but some people are still going to do it. What do you do? when you see the red and blue lights in the back of the car and they're pulling you over and they're telling you get out and blow or not what, what's your thoughts well look in my experience what law enforcement is doing during the holidays doing heightened patrols they're doing checkpoints doing what's called wolf packs where we have multiple officers patrolling certain areas you know tampa for instance the hyde park area ebor city areas that they believe to be high dui related areas and if you're pulled over by an officer obviously they smell alcohol they're going to get you out of the car they're going to ask you to perform these field sobriety exercises. These exercises are designed to make you fail. Mm-hmm. They're not designed to make you look good. Okay, Once you get out of that car and you're asked to do pirouettes, to walk a line, hold your foot up for 30 seconds, you, know, you are going to be giving a performance to law enforcement that is designed to make you look like you're impaired. Right. Um, and you don't have time to study for these tests. You don't have time to prepare or practice. And you know what they're called are 
field sobriety exercises to test what's called your normal faculties. Right. But yet they're abnormal tests. People don't just stand on one foot for 30 seconds or walk one foot in front of the other on a line and turn around and come back. And what law enforcement is doing is obviously they're trying to take drunk drivers off the road, drivers who are impaired off the road. Right. And DUI doesn't, you don't have to be falling down drunk to get accused right. or arrested for a DUI. It says impairment. And impairment Buzz any, driving is drunk driving, right? Without a doubt. It's any weakening or diminishing of your normal faculties. Yep. Walk, talk, judge distances, drive a vehicle, the things we normally do. Those are what's considered your normal faculties. Yeah. And when you get out of that car and you're asked to perform those exercises, most likely you're going to wind up going to jail. Yeah. And then when the question becomes, what do you do when you get there? Do you give a breath test? Do you refuse? Understand, most likely, if you feel the effects of alcohol, you're going to be over a point zero eight. By submitting that breath test, looking at it as a defense attorney, you're providing the state attorney's office or the government with additional evidence to show your level of impairment. Now, you could perform poorly on those exercises and not be impaired at all. Yeah. There's multiple reasons why somebody may not look good on a field sobriety exercise. Yeah. Leg injuries, hip injuries, back injuries, bad balance. I can't walk a straight line. Yeah. You know, some people just can't do it. If you provide a breath sample, the state's going to say no matter what you do on those exercises or what your performance was, it's related to alcohol. And you're giving the government the opportunity now to rely on something, a number, to say that you're impaired. Yeah. And you so. have circumstances as well. People don't realize that when you give that breath sample, you're already under arrest. Mm. You're already in the jail. And if you give a sample, let's say you blow under the legal limit, you blow a .02, a .08 legal limit, they don't take off your handcuffs and say, go have a nice day. We're sorry we unlawfully arrested you. Really? They turn around and say, we still think you're impaired. I want you to give a urine sample. Wow. And by the way, it takes 30 to 45 days to get that sample back. You still got to hire an attorney. You still got to fight these charges. You're post you still got to post bail. Wow. You still got to litigate your case. And you know when you talk about all the things that go wrong around with you, obviously, the most prudent thing to do is get an Uber. Yeah. Get a cab. But don't if you put yourself don't, in that position. But don't. Don't yeah. put yourself in a position. And one of the things we see more is that not just DUIs being up, but also vehicular homicides being up. Yeah. DUI manslaughter being up. I represent clients charged with DUI manslaughter. I represent clients charged with vehicular homicide. There's between a DUI, a simple DUI, and a DUI manslaughter. You're going to prison for potentially up to 15 years. Wow. Is that you were in a crash and somebody died and you were the fault driver. Yeah. And it can happen. Any DUI case could be a DUI manslaughter. Yeah. You know, my advice, if you do get arrested or charged with a DUI, you hire a good counsel to attack the breath test if you give one, to show why your alcohol level wasn't what law enforcement says it was, to attack the exercises, to show why those exercises are not, are not a good indicator that you're impaired, yeah. to look at the stop of your vehicle. Because obviously we know in order to stop, to get to that point where they're doing the exercises, they got to stop your vehicle. First thing I want to look at is see if they violated your rights. Did they stop you because, hey, you hit the center line? Mm -hmm. Or we hear it all the time, hey, you got a headlight out, or whatever reason it is as to why they stopped your vehicle. It has to be a lawful reason. Yeah. And when I look at these cases, we look at all those things, the lawfulness of the stop, the exercises, and ultimately the breath test. Yeah. All right. Hey, always a wealth of information, always a fun conversation. Anthony Rickman, the Rickman Law Firm. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Appreciate Talk it. Check them out online, therickmanlawfirm.com, therickmanlawfirm.com. And we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, uh, we're going to have attorney Millie Athanason on the program uh, here as well. And uh, we have our feel-good story of the day. This is a good feel-good story, guys. Uh, we got Man Takes Kids Without Fathers on Fishing Excursions coming up right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, consumerqb.com. Hey, I'm Ken Shamrock, and you're here with Consumer Quarterback Show. And I say, Brandon Rhymes, knock out your cop. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-917-1894, online at ConsumerQB.com. 
Hey, Brandon Rimes here. We are looking for real estate investors. We've got a new relationship bringing us a tremendous amount of off-market real estate investment opportunities. So text the word investor to our hotline, 813-750-0550. Off-market real estate investment opportunities. Text investor to 813-750-0550. Brandon Rimes here, Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. Looking for real estate investors. Send us a text. Hey, Brandon Rimes here for Cleaning Commandos here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Cleaning Commandos are hiring, and they're offering competitive wages, flexible hours, relaxed atmosphere, and a sign-on bonus. Reach out if you'd like a career with the Cleaning Commandos here in Tampa Bay. Info at CleaningCommandosLLC.com or call 813-750-0550, 813-750-0550, Cleaning Commandos, Consumer Quarterback Show. Listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, online at consumerqb.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-917-1894. And we're back. Brandon Rhymes here, Consumer Quarterback Show, Platinum MVP Team, Keller Williams Realty. Hot listing here in Tampa Bay, 4214 North Nebraska Avenue. Uh, we got a property right here in Tampa Bay. This is a commercial opportunity. You got a dry cleaner in Seminole Heights, all the business, everything goes. Uh, all the the equipment as well, 4214 North Nebraska Avenue, right here in Tampa Bay. And you can see all of our listings at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. Feel good story of the day. Man takes kids without fathers on fishing excursions. So it's a pretty cool story. A guy's named William Dunn. He had a rough childhood growing up in Miami. His father ran a business, a lobster business. So he grew up on a boat and he said he worked a lot of different jobs and, and uh, he wanted to try to help back the community. So uh, one day he asked his neighbor if he could take her unruly child fishing. The kid was destructive, breaking things, very angry. And uh, so what he did, he took him on the fishing trip. Uh, he took him out. He started doing much better in school, showing more respect to his mom and just becoming more of a man uh, of the household because his dad was still not in his life. And after seeing the changes, Dunn said it's he's wanted to uh, he saw his life's calling is to help other kids that are fatherless. So since 2005, through his organization Take a Kid Fishing, Dunn has given over 1,500 underprivileged kids the opportunity to learn how to fish and ultimately discover the joys of the outdoors. And there you have it. There's our feel good story of the day. Uh, we're going to the phone lines now. We got Attorney Millie Athanason on the line. Hey Millie, how you how are you doing? I'm doing great, Brandon. Thank you for having me. Excellent. My pleasure. What do you want to talk about today? Well, I thought we would talk about because I get this question a lot. What is the difference between a will and a trust? Okay. I like and it. And I yeah, I thought that, that people may want to know about that. Most people know what a will is. Obviously it's something that when you pass away it tells you what's going to happen to your person. In other words, whether you want to be cremated, buried, uh, what have you. And it names perhaps guardians for your children or pets. It designates where your assets go. And uh, again, it specifies your final arrangement. What people don't realize is that your will only takes effect after you pass away. It has no effect whatsoever 
while you're living, even though you execute it while you're living. Okay. With a trust, on the other hand, that takes effect the minute you enter into it or execute it or sign it. That trust becomes, it becomes valid and it's an enforceable. When also a will is, is very public because in order to get through the estate and follow the terms of the will, most of the time you have to do what's called probate or administrate the estate. In other words, it has to be filed with the court. What does that mean? Well, now it becomes public. Court documents are public records. So you can look up once a will is filed and see what somebody's will says. Whereas with a trust, that doesn't go through the probate process. So it's a much more private process. And as I said, it takes effect upon you signing it and funding it. So what it does is it offers you, uh, as the grantor of the trust, greater control over when and how your assets are distributed. Uh, there's many different types of trust out there, so it depends on what it is that you're seeking to accomplish to determine whether or not you want or which type of trust you should use. Um, most people, when, when trust first were developed, they were developed as a mechanism to avoid the probate process and also to avoid tax liability on an estate tax basis. Now, currently under federal law, the, uh, the estate tax exemption is $11.7 million for an individual and $23.4 million for a married couple. Florida, as it, in and of itself, has no estate tax. So you have to be careful if you live in another state, then, you know, it goes by whatever that state laws provide. But currently, Florida has no estate tax. Um, there's talk that uh, the Biden administration wants to reduce the, the uh, estate tax exemption. So back in 2018, the, the exemption was, I think, $5.49 million, if, if I recall correctly. And then it jumped up after that, and now it's $11.7 million. So, you know, if you have a large estate, obviously a trust can be very helpful to you in trying to avoid estate taxes because many, many trusts are designed for the specific purpose of eliminating the, the tax issue. Um, and that what, what the estate tax is, is that when your assets pass to your beneficiaries, um, that if they're over, let's say, $11.7 million, the, the recipient of those assets is going to pay estate tax. And the question is, well, what is the estate tax rate? Well, up to the first million, it starts out at 20%, but after the first million, it goes up to 40%, uh, the first million over the 11.7. So it goes up to 40%. So that's a very steep tax rate. So if you're in that market and you have that amount of asset, obviously avoiding a state tax for your heirs and beneficiaries becomes a huge ordeal. Um, and it also helps if you want to protect your spouse as well. Let's just say you have a spouse that, let's say, has dementia or something. You can set up a trust to protect that spouse 
while they're living and and then also avoid estate tax when that spouse passes. So it, it has many different benefits. Um, you you should always plan, obviously, I proponent planning. Many of us don't like to talk about our own mortality, um, but death is a, is, a, is a given fact, as well as paying taxes. I mean, those are two things we're going to do in our lifetime. Right. <laughs> we got a plan for it. There's, to know about trust, there's basically two types, main types. There's a revocable versus an irrevocable trust. Revocable is like a living trust, which means that the grantor, once you put assets within that trust, the grantor, while they're living, can move, remove assets from the trust, add additional assets, do whatever they want, and make modifications there, too. An irrevocable trust is one that when you set it up and put assets into it, you can't take them out. And one would ask, well, why would you want to do that? Well, because there are benefits to it. It's usually the one that can help you protect against creditors and also claims like by Medicaid, because, you know, like Medicaid has like a five-year look-back rule and stuff. Well, if you've already got that asset in an irrevocable trust, you no longer own it personally. It's now an asset of the trust, and you you don't have the power to change that. So it it, it bypasses that look-back. Uh, period. So that's that's an important component, and that is why a lot of people utilize irrevocable trust. We also utilize them for special needs um, people that you know. Let's say you have a, a child that has a, a debilitating disease, and the child is going to outlive you, and you want to make sure that child is provided for. Um, setting up a special needs trust would be like the perfect format to to accomplish that. Um, you know, what's nice about the trust aspect is that you're avoiding probate. You can avoid that. So it's a much more private dissemination of your assets so that not everybody knows what you've got or nobody can research it. Now, it used to be that all trusts, including living trusts, uh, could protect you from claims of creditors. That is not necessarily the law nowadays. Unfortunately, it's been modified. You can still accomplish it with um, irrevocable trust, but with revocable or living trust, it, it, it is attackable to a certain degree by creditors. So there are other mechanisms that we can utilize to safeguard if you're worried about the claims of creditors. Uh, there are many different types of, of trust out there. Um, one of the most popular is you've got a marital trust, which they call an A-trust, which protects the remaining spouse and then avoids estate tax when the first spouse dies. Um, but then again, the, you have to worry about whether the heirs of that remaining spouse are going to be paying. Um, if you want to reduce the tax the heirs, there's something called a B trust, which reduces the estate tax in, impact on the heirs, uh, and, it, and it prevents the assets from going directly into the surviving spouse's estate. So, again, there's many different trusts. There's also a, a charitable trust where you can actually earmark um, certain assets 
for a specific charity. You, a lot of times you'll have people that want to leave things to um, a church or a religious organization or like the American Cancer Society or uh, St. Jude Hospital. I've, I've done those. Um, so if, if that's the case and they want to leave the entire asset to that um to that person, you're going to have a charitable lead trust. There's also a charitable remainder trust if you want to um, just designate certain income from a particular asset to be donated to charity. Um, you can do something like that. There's also property trust, which is the, what they call Q-tip trust. Um, so uh, there's uh, there's just such a uh, so many different types of trust. So what the good news is, is that because it's private and because it takes effect upon the signing and the funding of the trust, in most cases, it's going to take precedence over the will. And what will happen, the question I often get is, well, do I still have to have a will if I have a trust? Well, typically, when I prepare a trust, I always prepare a will and I, it's called a pour-over will. And what that means is that if if the grantor forgot to put any of the assets into the trust, we, we write a will that's concurrent and says that any assets we forgot to put, we're going to then put them into the trust. It's going to pour over to that trust. Yep. Yep, that's good stuff, Millie. Thanks for the education on trust and wills. That's really good stuff. Athanasonlaw.com. Check her out online. Athanasonlaw.com. That's Millie Athanason on the Consumer Quarterback Show. We want you to please go out there and consider committing a random act of kindness. Do something kind for one another. Be a force for good in the community. We'll see you next time. Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB. You've been listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Whether it's real estate, consumer, or financial advice, let Brandon, call your next play. Call Brandon Rhymes at 813-917-1894. That's 813-917-1894. Online at ConsumerQB.com. And join us next time for the Consumer Quarterback Show.